Welcome aboard, space travelers. Please lower your harness and keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. Prepare for blast-off. Hello and welcome to another episode of that Disneyland Paris podcast with myself, Nick. And myself, Paul. And myself, Craig. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Do I say that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You have to get used to saying that. So because and this is this is literally being done because P Dub said we are we're gonna release another episode this month. So it's your fault. You're you're Effectively, this is this now rests on your laurels because I don't know. The what last one was about. in November. It wasn't in December, so we had to. Well, I know, I know. But... Contractually obliged, aren't we, P-Dubs? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say yes, that? Yes, so. <laughs> at least, at least, there's been some news. Yeah, there is something to talk about, and then I think Craig had a question to ask us as well about this. I can't. So. I... Did I? Yeah, read it. It's, it's in I? the it's in the uh, WhatsApp. Oh, is it? Let me yeah. Have a look. I yeah. Can't remember. In, the, in the in the directors group, you know, have a look oh, in okay. there. The secret one. Yeah, that's the one. Um. So yeah. Uh. Where do we want to? Do we want to start with the news, P Dubs? Yeah, I guess so. Um. Though it's going to make Craig cry. When we talk well, about it, true, true. Um, so as we know, Disney Village is going into a major rehab. Well, <laughs> you might want to call it that. Um, we'll talk a little bit about how we feel on that in a minute. Um, but as part of that, King Ludwig's will be closing in the in the new year um, to be replaced by a British pub. I, I'm, I'm a so, bit sad. I'm I'm not I'm not happy about this at all. I mean, I'm, I'm not overly sad, <laughs> but you I like it in the, there. No, no, I love the German beers. I love the ambiance of it in there. Um, we didn't have the big steins, me and you, uh, but me and Phil did in February last year. I just remember when we were, were sitting there this time watching all the plates of chips coming out with mayonnaise on and stuff like that and thinking, oh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm sad. I am sad. I mean, but what are they going to do? They're literally just going to take a sign down on Auntie because it, it, it's shut for, it's back open in February, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a very short, I mean, the thing is, I don't think they're going to change that much inside. I think the big, the big change, Craig, is going to be the beer. Oh, so rather than be... having all these glorious, you know, German beers, yeah. which be left with bloody Carling, probably Stella, because although it's yeah. not, although it's not English, it may as well be. 
Um, and Foster well, well, Guinness, the book Guinness in will be. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Get- maybe, maybe a John Smith's. Yeah, oh. something. <laughs> maybe pickled Pixie eggs cake. behind the bar. Yeah, God. Pork scratchings. Them curled up ham sandwiches in in little tiny bags that they do. Barmaids like with a fag hanging out their mouth, dropping ash into your beer. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. I just the thing is, like, I Fowler's um, pint glass behind the bar. There'll be a, there'll be a, a silver tankard. Yeah. As well. I just I didn't. I, I've got to be honest, Peter. I did not realise that there were still so many people that miss English stuff when they go to Disneyland Paris. But the the number of people in the, in, I mean, like various Disneyland Paris uh, groups on uh, Facebook and stuff. And in the last two months, the number of people that turned around and said, oh, is there anywhere I can get like a decent British breakfast? And you're like, what? You're in France. The amount, the amount of people I know that take their own can of baked beans. Oh, what is wrong with you? Because they can't. Oh. Yeah. oh, have a word. Like, I mean, the stuff you get there. The, the disconnected in the hand dryers, aren't they, as we speak? So they just blow out cold air now. <laughs> yeah. And there'll be someone, they'll, be, they'll send cleaners in there to clean the toilets and then like pour some urine on the floor. Yeah. Just to make sure it's sure sticky. Be. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't, when I go to Disney, I don't miss stuff from home. And maybe that's because we only go for short periods of time, right? We go for like a week or, uh, you know, maybe a few days or something. But I never go there and think, oh, I could really do with a fry up. There's so much food. And I mean, the thing is, like, Craig, we, we were, or, or you saw me eat some random stuff, didn't you? Like, like uh, chocolate peanut butter brioche thing I got from the Mac Cafe. Yeah. That appalled you. Um, you know, all the, all the, like, these different croissants you could buy. I mean, I know we were lucky because of where we were staying, but, Craig, that bakery by the train station. Oh, bangers. Everything in there was amazing. Like they had the, um, then they have like the the, the best eclair yeah. in France, and I had that That's one morning. Yeah, it won an award, and it was glorious. And it wasn't. I think it was like about two euros or something. It was great. Yeah, but you walk in there, and it was almost like, what do I have? I mean, one day I made a bad choice, right? Because I had a baguette which I thought was just cheese, and as I was. As I took my second bite, I was like, this suspiciously looks like bacon. So mm. I had to uh, had to not eat the rest of that. Um, that was my fault for not translating it first. But there's so much good food to have in France and for breakfast. And people are like, all I want is like a flat egg and a sausage. It's like, Jesus. Just, just try something new. So the thing is, I think this is going to be really popular, but I will, I've got no interest in going at all. Absolutely no interest. I don't like pubs in this country, let alone going to a fake version in another country. It's I like just going to it's Spain or something and, and having the same thing. 
yeah, I just want it to be open when we go back. It's a nice space, regardless of what they put in it. Sure. And I suppose we have to talk about the wording of it when they announced it. Um, it seems like it's a temporary solution from the wording that it will, it will um, continue to uh, change as the, the refurb goes on throughout Disney oh. Village. Strange. Yeah, so it seems like it's a, it's a temporary fill-in, but knowing Disneyland Paris, that means it'll be temporarily there for 25 years. <laughs> that, is, that is also <laughs> true. I, I, I mean, I, I, you, pulled, you pulled that out of the press release, and I, I immediately questioned that with you because I wondered if what they're going to do is a really quick, quick, like, re-theme. And like Craig said, you know, whack a new sign above the door um and maybe you know change some stuff inside but i from that i didn't see it as much as it being a temporary thing as we well, want to open it as quickly as possible and it's not going to be ready like it's not going to be fully as yeah. it should so i i i done i think this is going to be a permanent change but i think a month i mean even if a pub or a restaurant in this country closes for a month to do a reverb you're not going to get much done in a month. You know, no. it's going to be very minor kind of changes. They can't like rip out a bar and replace it completely and change all the furniture and paint everything. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. And it's happening on Disney properties. There's no way it's going to happen. We know how long they take to do anything over there. No. So. I, I think it just means that we're going to open this up as quickly as possible and it's going to be finished as we can get stuff done. And it might be done yeah. in bits and pieces. Maybe <laughs> like the 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 front of the the pub will be open, but the the rooms at the back won't be. Because it's like a it's, there's a restaurant at the back, isn't there, Craig? Yeah, um, that's where the toilets are as well. So you, you walk down to the back to get to the Louvre. Right. So, I, I don't think it's going to be... I think it it, it it looked more or less British anyway, didn't it, really? To you be honest, I mean? when, I, when we went in there uh, with uh, with Darren and, uh, you know, we had some lovely drinks with him, when I was looking around the place, I, it felt quite generic. I didn't... That's what it, I mean. Yeah, I, I, was, I was actually quite underwhelmed with the theming because from the if you look at it from the outside you think oh it looks quite grand and it looks i mean not not posh but what i mean is it looks like it looks quite fun from the outside and you think oh it's going to be themed like a castle or whatever and then you walk in and it's like oh it's a very generic bar that's why i've got high hopes yeah a British pub has many different types of beer, so it could have more beers from Europe. Could have IPAs, real ales, that type of stuff, mm. rather than uh, the British pub in Epcot, which is highly disappointing. It is very much so. Um, All I can say is I hope hope the name evolves. Just the name of it is as generic as they possibly could have come up with. The Royal Pub. Yeah. 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 
Well, to be fair, they didn't want to call it the Queen's Pub because they couldn't. They probably don't want to call it the King's Pub because they'll have to change the name again in a few years. The way Charlie's looking. Um, yeah. I, I don't... The Raglan and Crown. There you go. <laughs> I would have much preferred it being an Irish bar. That's yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I just... I mean, the th- what I will say, Craig, it'll probably be better than that pub that we went to in Valley Europe. Um, not and could be much worse. We, we went to gangster pub in. Uh, like went to gangster pub in in uh, Valley Europe. It's amazing. <laughs> we don't. We. I mean, we obviously for legal reasons, you know, that is that's a parody. Uh, we don't know that to be true. We're just saying it to be humorous. But it was very sus, is what we're saying. And somebody had the worst steak they've obviously ever eaten in their life because they left near the whole thing and the manager of the restaurant, of the of the pub had to come and apologise and get them a new one. Which, to be honest, I thought was very authentic because if you go to Weatherspoons and get a steak from there, they're normally shit as well. So... So, yeah, that's the that was like the, the kind of big change. But you did allude to the fact that that wasn't the only thing about this this refurb that's uh, that's going on at the moment. Yeah, so most people listening to this will know Disney Village. One side is pretty much restaurants. The other side is pretty much all the shops. Um, so on, on the left-hand side, as you leave the park, you have the shops. Um, and apparently all they're getting is new facades. Yeah. Uh, um, they're not doing anything to the actual buildings themselves. Um, starting with the Disney Junior uh, Disney Fashion Junior store, um, which will be getting a new facade earlier in the new year. Um I'm really not sure what they're actually doing. Well, we went in there um the other week and I I can't can you remember what I was looking for, Craig? I think I, I must have been looking for something for my daughter or something. And so I went yeah. in there because that was the the kids' shop for Disney clothes. And we went in there, and it was just a load of glasses you could paint, wasn't it? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, there was hardly anything in the shop. It was really bizarre. So hopefully that facade comes with a new re-theme, so it actually is something again. Because at the moment, it's, it's like nothing. It's very strange. And you can go into Lego from there either. You get to walk out of the shop to go into Lego. Next oh, they've, blo- they've blocked it off, have they, now? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. The, and they didn't even use Lego bricks to do it. Very disappointing. I hope oh. it keeps its character. Uh, it does need some sort of refurb. It does need modernising. But it, it's it's quite sweet, I I think. What, what it needs is a continuous theme throughout. Yeah. Because at the moment, it just looks like it's been basically put together with Lego bricks. Well, what, what is the theme? Well, that there is isn't a problem. One. And that's what they've said in that press release, is that originally it was meant to be smaller, and they've added onto it since. It's so really, nothing matches. No, it's really weird. So if you look at pictures from like the early 90s of the village, um, I think where Starbucks is now is where the Wild West shop was. And I remember that having quite an extravagant sign outside to let you know what it was. And you could go in there, and I remember getting a Davy Crockett hat and gun from there and a bandana. 
because I was cool even then. 12. No, I was 10. No, I was nine. Oh. Um, God. And also, what what became Cafe Mickey, that was a uh, like a, a surf-themed restaurant. So like a surfboard sign outside it. Again, you know, made it look a little bit like unusual, a bit funky. Uh, and then where the little shops are, that building there that's not been used except for, you know, corporate events for, you know, over a decade now, uh, was a nightclub. And that also had like a nice fancy sign outside it that made it look all kind of quirky and stuff. Like, you know, there were there were characters to those buildings. But over the years, as they've been, you know, replaced and changed and, you know, new new things have taken them over, like all of that's gone. So now it's just very generic looking buildings with no real character to them. So I do hope we get a bit more of that injected into whatever it is that they're they're doing. I have just found a, a picture of the Wild West shop. Yeah. <laughs> with a giant cowboy hat on the outside and, there you and, go. and an Indian's headdress. Yes, because it was the nineties and we didn't know that was racist. Um but, but, but okay, so you're looking at it. So you just do you see what I mean? Like it looked yeah. more fun than it is now. New York Star Sandwiches had a great big neon sign outside it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this it is obviously before anymore. this is before Rainforest Cafe was there. Uh, the sandwich yeah. wasn't there. Uh, McDonald's obviously wasn't there either. Um, but yeah, it's 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 weird. As you say, they they have expanded quite a bit within that space. I mean, Planet Hollywood, I think, opened. I should have remembered what the T-shirt said, but I want to say about ninety-eight that opened, um, and obviously that was quite an iconic. I mean, it still is quite an iconic thing to see. It catches your eye as you walk into the village because it's obviously got this big planet outside it. It basically looked like Las Vegas, yeah, on a small scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely had more of a character to it. So. I don't know. I mean, did that press release say that the the new restaurant concept for Cafe Mickey is starting in January as well? Yeah, yeah, that begins in in January at the which, same time as uh, Ludwig's closes, which is so weird because that building, um, you know, we obviously went and saw it a few weeks ago. That's been that's been derelict now since the pandemic, like it never reopened. And they announced that that was going to be changed a year ago, maybe. Yeah, it was at least the start. Yeah, it was longer than that. I'm getting my times confused. Yeah, because we're only just at the end of the year. Yeah, it was at least like springtime, if not before that. So, I mean, the thing is, Planet Hollywood, they can't do anything with until that closes on the 7th of January, I think. 6th of January, yeah, whatever it is. So that, you know, that's still an operating restaurant. They can't do anything to it. Fair enough. King Ludwig's, until they close it, they can't do anything with. Again, fair enough. Cafe yeah. Mickey has been sat there all that time, closed. Why have they not been, why have they not started work on it? I don't understand. I, it was just a, the fact to me that it had been closed all that time and they'd still not even bothered to take the signage down. No, it's still there. It, it, it was like know, it was, yeah. I mean, 
you walk past it, it's empty, right? But what I mean is, is that because the sign, as you say, is still there, because there's no signs up, re- or I didn't notice any signs that said, like, you know, this restaurant is permanently closed, you probably just thought it was closed that day. It's, it was weird. Yeah. Don't understand that at all. I don't know and, they're working in the parks at the moment, but even so. But well, they but they're still doing stuff in the village. So just last week, yeah. The the crocodile's gone from Planet Hollywood. At uh, Planet Hollywood from Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. And I think has the elephant gone as well? I'm sure something else went. But I mean the crocodile's been there as I think since it opened. I don't think it's worked much over the last few years, but it's it's been there. It seems very strange. This is Disneyland Paris for you. True. Um, Ray, do you want to talk about the benches at uh, Frozen? No, I don't. Is that too soon? To put new benches in frozen. <laughs> where, yeah. was, where was where is frozen what is frozen we saw we, we, it, we saw it's it in the animation building yeah we saw we talked about it when we was there because i said oh have you have you seen it and you said no and i, I thought think it was shot in february okay so we, we, we wouldn't have gone we we contemplated <laughs> no let me rephrase that i contemplated going when we were there but I thought I went, a step too far for us. I went by myself. Fair enough. After <laughs> get after get the new attractions in while I could. Well, what is it then? Is it just a single along? Is it or uh, there's a, there's a couple of rooms with they basically it's a story set afterwards. I think it's Elsa's birthday if I remember rightly. Oh, okay. So it's it starts off like in Sven's like shed bedroom um so there's an animatronic sven uh which is quite good i thought it was quite clever mm. um and then they sing a couple of songs they tell you that oh they go into the ice castle to to find elsa for her birthday um then they go through all of that they get you move into the next room and that's the ice castle um, Elsa comes out, they sing Let It Go, and that's it. I mean, it must be terrible, mustn't it, if that's all you can do on your birthday every year. <laughs> Should we sing Let It Go again, Elsa? Oh, go on then, on there. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, sounds. Well, if it's still open in February, which... I, I, well would, be... I would go and see it once. Yeah. I think it's well worth watching just... Just once, because they are fairly good as well, the actors that are in it. I give them their dues. They do at least give it some effort. Give it some welly. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll have a go. I've got no news. Well, I, there isn't really anything else. No, we've got one more. Go on, then. Which you sent to me, Nick. Did I? Yep. Uh, Fonte del Oro restaurant will be oh. closed for complete complete remodeling until June 2023. 
Yeah. See, I was I was obviously devastated by this at the time. And then realized I'm not going to be there before it reopens. I didn't think care. <laughs> I think you were more upset and you aren't going either. <laughs> no, and uh, and I've never even eaten in there. Oh, oh mate, it is no. It is um well me me and Craig went to Toad Hall when we were there, which I'd never yeah. been to myself. Uh, just because I was really interested to try the vegan fish and chips. That was the only reason I wanted to go. It was pretty good, Craig, wasn't it? It burnt me out, to be honest, um, because it was fish and chips. Yeah. Oh, and it, cle- it clearly wasn't, but yeah, it was It was a good imitation of. Um, and, and I mean, that's a really nice restaurant that I've never been to before. It's, it's, it's you know, nice, nicely themed inside. <laughs> You have um, to be inc- incredibly lucky to find it open. Well, this is it. When I knew it was open, we were there. I was like, I'm going to have to go because it's, I'm never able to go. Um, so that Didn't was, we that go was somewhere else for dinner and you were crestfallen? Oh, we went to Ayla Sandwich, didn't we? And you, and then you were like, you said we were going to Toad Hall for dinner. Oh, so hang we on. Had to go. No, we, uh, no, we went to Stark. It's when we went to Stark. We went to Stark Kitchen. Which I really enjoyed, oh. but yeah. Anyway, devastated. I was because we all know me and routines. Anyway, um, yeah, Fusora is is probably my favourite place to eat in the parks because I love Mexican food. Anyway, their veggie and vegan options are really great, um, and again, it's just like a nicely themed restaurant. It's got a lovely courtyard that you go in to to go into the restaurant. Um, it's just, it's just nice. It's just nice. So we don't know. I mean, they've not said what they're doing, but it's obviously for quite a while now, kind of, um, been the home of, uh, Coco. They bring the puppet of Coco out quite often. So you can uh, meet him. I don't know. I don't know what you class it as, but it's nice. Like it's a really good, like my cat that they've got. Um, and then obviously for the Halloween season, that's where they put the um, Festival of the Dead statues from Coco as well around there. So if they're doing a refurb for that long, you would think they're probably retheming it to Coco. But that's unconfirmed. Yeah. Or are we going to say uh, it's confirmed? The fact that we... <laughs> no, <laughs> and then the we, got that, we got the weird... Um... Expansion down in Fantasyland at the gelato place that we didn't see coming at all. So you never know; it could be something completely different. Yeah, what did they what did they change it to? Is it Fangled? Luca, Luca. Yeah, it makes no sense. Well, no, I guess it does. Other make than it's in Italy. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine people clamoring for a Luca themed restaurant. I mean. It's probably up there with like Craig opening a, a black hole themed eatery in Discoveryland. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> in terms of what people are clamoring for. Um I mean at least it's a new IP, I guess. But yeah, it, it's not it's not the uh it's not the concept I was I was thinking of. I mean the thing is like no. obviously Disney World have teased it. Uh, and done nothing with it, but you know, I think people are, are clamoring for more stuff from Encanto. Would like to see that in yeah. the parks. So that 
would have been a more natural thing to kind of gravitate to than than Luca, but hey, you know, do what you do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a long refurb. I mean, I can't remember the last time uh, an in part restaurant has been down for that amount of time. So no. you would think that they they're probably doing something quite uh, extensive. I mean, they closed totally. restaurants for months, but not <laughs> not because they're doing anything. They just don't because... do anything with it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is, <laughs> that is quite interesting. Actually, on the theme of food, I saw a picture that somebody sent in, I think from last week, from uh, Hyperion. And it was pretty much right to the doors of people queuing to get food. Mm. It looked absolutely insane. Always busy. I've been I've been a few times when it's not, but that's outside of I guess regular lunch hours. So you go like three, four o'clock. It's a walk in. I literally walk, walk yeah. right to the front of the tills, but there's nothing else to eat in Discoveryland, is there? So no. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm I'm sad for people that are going before then that it's going to be closed because you're missing out on a good place to eat. But excited to see what they do with it. It'd be nice if they theme it more to Coco. That'd be cool. Was there any other news, Peanuts? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Then Craig, what did you want to ask us? Would you believe it? Yes, it is Patreon time. What is Patreon time? I hear you ask. Well, Patreon is an online platform which allows you to support your favourite content creators and interact with them if you so wish. In return for your support, you get access to exclusive content that is not available anywhere else and you also get early access to all our podcast episodes. So what are you waiting for? Why would you not want to be a Patreon? I don't know. To me, it's excellent value for money. Um, I would say that, of course, because, you know, I'm trying to sell this to you. But honestly, we've got years of content that's exclusively available. It makes a perfect Christmas gift, or if you're listening to this after Christmas, a perfect gift for someone you know. So we'd like to use this time to not only talk about Patreon, but also shout out to those people that help support the podcast that you are listening to. So, here we go. We've got Tim and Ryan, Joseph, Haley, Lee, Chris, Mel, Daniel, Paul, Sandy, Crystal, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Dave, Tom, David, Elliot, Breaking Dad, Rob, Todd, Jane and Steve, and Stephen. Thank you to all of our patrons. It really means so much to have your support. And if you now want to join the Patreon and hear your name in a future advert, then you just need to join up to our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com forward slash that podcast 
and you can find us there and sign up. So what are you waiting for? Oh, well, I've had a look through the, the thing and I can't find nothing. What do you think it was? It was science to do memories. Oh, um, that was a while ago then. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. Uh, What was it, PDAPs? I'm just looking. I can't find it either. No, I think that. I don't think it was in that group. It was in somewhere else. It was basically. um, Oh, what was it called? I stole it off another podcast, didn't I? Which I always do. Magical <laughs> memories, something like magical memories. So, oh no, I can't remember. What was it, Nick? You, you know? No, I don't. Like that's as much as I remembered of it. Yeah, it, it was something, something a lot along the lines of like memories that are magical in the parks. That you... like and like. Little obscure. No, um, you did. You did also want to ask us um, about what we wanted for the next year. Yeah, we'll do that. Do, do that. Because can't remember what the other one was. I've got that many well. ideas. Bouncing around yet. Got that many ideas, and I, mean, I can't can't remember what the idea was. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's. So what do you want? Memory first or what we want for next year? Uh, forget the memories. Um, just do next year. You're not supposed, we'll, to we'll save... supposed to remember the memories. <laughs> Let me find what it was. I can't remember. Um, yeah, well, what are you looking forward to in Disneyland parks, Paris thingy um, coming next year? See, I think this is going to be really interesting, Paul, because we did this last year. Yeah, and I hadn't thought about listening back to last year's episode to listen to what we said, and I'm worried that I'm probably going to say the same or a, a very same similar thing. thing. Oh, I'm guessing mine will be very similar to what I said last year, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but we shall see. All right, well, go go on in. What 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 are you most looking forward to next year? You'd have more than one. For me, I, I I'm looking forward to seeing how Avengers Campus evolves. In the same way that Disneyland's has, um, obviously we we've, we've joked about the fact that Disneyland Paris probably won't evolve with characters, and, and we've seen a slight change in that. We've seen the new Black Panther, um, which I was quite surprised about. I didn't think we'd we'd see that, um, but yeah, mainly I'm I'm just intrigued as to where they go, whether we do get these new characters on a regular basis when a new film or a new TV show comes out. Um, it, it's really intriguing because Disneyland actually had uh, an Avengers Day. Didn't announce it. Yeah. Um, but they literally had every character they could possibly have had. Bizarrely, not Hulk, despite the fact that he'd been there. Um, he didn't make an appearance, but everybody else pretty much that's been seen at any other point um, mm. made an appearance in the parks. Um, over the course of a day. Um, and I'd love to see Disneyland Paris do something like that. Um, and yeah, just where they go with these, with the characters, 
because as I say, we've seen them in Disneyland, that as soon as a new show's aired, that character's in the park um, within days. Um, and I'd like to see Paris take that challenge up um, and just see where it goes, really, and the, the progress. I'm trying to think what we've got to look forward to next year. So if, if I remember, we've got Iron Man and the Wasp Quantumania, because we just discussed that yep. on the last podcast. So the two of those characters are already there. And I don't yeah. think the costumes but, have changed no. for this film. So the only one we may get new will be Scott's daughter. Or I wonder if we might start seeing... Um, Kang. Yeah. I was going to call Wouldn't him Kang. That's <laughs> a slightly different character. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got that in, in February. And then uh, I think in... June, July time is when the Marvels is coming out. Yeah. So again, we've got Captain Marvel. We've not Yet seen... to see Miss Marvel in Paris. No, and we and that also will introduce us to Photon. Yeah, I was gonna say Monica Rambo, but yeah, yeah. Photon will be a name. So those characters. Um, so like two potentially two characters there, and then I think Disney Plus wise, I think we've got Loki season two June next year. Yep. So um, we still need to see Sylvie. Yeah. I'd quite like to see Old Man Loki. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favourite was was Alligator Loki, but I don't think we'll see him. Um, and uh, and all, but all although saying that, we we still haven't seen in Paris. Um, Different TVA Loki, yeah, yeah. So not suit Loki or uh, or jumpsuit Loki or anything like that. Um, and then I think Echo is about due this time next year as well. Um, I believe it's been postponed. I don't think we will be seeing it next year. Oh, I thought I read it was it was still well. It was pushed back, but it was pushed back to like. The end of next year, but no, okay. the the talk is now they had some issues, right, with it. So it's been pushed back to twenty twenty four. We've also film wise, we've got Guardians in May. Yeah, how can I forget? Um, so I would imagine we'll probably see Adam Warlock at some point mm-hmm. in the parks. Yeah, yeah, possibly a new, new group. group. Yeah, yeah. Do we think we'll see Flying Spider Man? Is that too much? Is that never it, coming? It's there. Mm. Yeah. The set is there. Do you and think I just it's... don't know whether it's health and safety. Yeah. Um, the variable weather of France might be putting it off a bit. I don't know. The wind, what? Yeah, I don't I, I don't know what the hold-up is, but like like Pete, I've said, it's, it's kind of ready to go. I don't think, I don't think they've got the stuff to do Spider-Man climbing up the walls or down the walls. But to be honest, that that's not a problem as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't look good close up. It looks like yeah. it looks like Nicholas Hammond's Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like leave it in the seventies. Um, yeah, 
yeah, so we've what got, I'm we've got looking those forward to of, of Marvel is like the second generation of merchandise to come out. Mm. You know, when when they start to need to make stuff fresh, I'm looking forward to the menus evolving. Um, once again, once they see what sells, what doesn't sell, and they start to bring out uh, stuff to entice people to go and try new stuff, you know, periodical stuff. Maybe they start to introduce, you know, there was not Christmas in there when we were there, but maybe Christmas becomes a thing, especially now with the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, that type of stuff. I, I just want to see it be more than what it is now. Mm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I want I want a I want an Avengers ale. I want an Avengers um I want a butterbeer. I want all that. If you know what I mean. I'm still not quite sure on their thinking behind some of the things they did in Paris. I still don't know why there's no swarmer. Like there is in Disneyland. It's the one food that the Avengers have eaten. Yeah. And they've just completely ignored it. And I I don't understand that at all. It, it would have made more it would have made sense to have had that in the superhero cafe. Yeah. Cause that because it looked, you know, it's a diner. It seems like the perfect yeah. place for that to have gone, but hmm. Not that the food day is bad, you know. No, food day no. Is banging. It was actually brilliant. I just think they it, could have thought about it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, of course, and of course, Mission Breakout. Oh, we know it's going to happen. Yeah. It's got to happen. Yeah. Just, just looking at the geography, the geography of the area, so. We're standing in the Spider-Man queue, and I said to you, the theming's all wrong here, because you're looking out onto the Tower of Terror, so that is how close it is. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. People can hate on it. People can hate on it as much as they want, that they want their, their tower to stay. Sorry, it just looks bad now. Yeah, I have to agree. And it, it could just, you could almost, I wouldn't, well, could you double the size of that land if you incorporate the surrounding area of Tower and Terror, Tower of Terror? And, well, of course, you've got the, the stunt show as well, which is sitting empty. Oh. Well, the thing, the thing is, if you look at that, at that side, you've got, well, I mean, that building was being used while we were there. It was hosting a Christmas show, Mickey uh, Goofy's Christmas Review, I think it was. Or something like that. Yeah. Um, so they, they use it for seasonal stuff, which is fine, but that appears to be the lot. Um, you've got Stitch Live next door to yeah. that, and then you've got um, is it Destination D. Is that what it's called? The yeah. Junior replacement. And it's right, and then so that's one side, and then you've got Tower of Terror the other side, and then immediately you've got start of Avengers Campus. So the thing is, I don't know. I almost feel like if they added a bit more of an entrance to Avengers Campus that kind of blocks out those other buildings 
and then you can have tower and then you know replace our tower of guardians you've got a complete you've got a whole marble themed land right there yeah i don't know how you do it but there must there must be a way of putting up like some kind of wall or something that is able to to space out the two the two sections because at the moment it just it, it kind of flows in but it, it, it doesn't it's like in a it's like a weird stop like when you go to galaxy's edge you're you're kind of you don't just see it you kind of go through the the, the tunnel don't you and then you're there yeah i think that's that's probably what marvel needs but also it's a very low-key entrance yes so it's not bells and whistles no it's it, so it, it could easily be moved that entrance could easily be mm. put somewhere else and, made. And, and see that's that's my weird issue with that is that in some ways it's set out better than disneyland but it's also very generic mm. in paris like when you walk into the one in disneyland you're pretty much standing next to the sanctum where Doctor Strange does a show, which I don't think would work in Paris, knowing the French, because basically you come in and sit on the floor and right. Doctor Strange comes out of a door in front of you. There's no way the French would do that. Well, you, you wouldn't be able to most of the year anyway. Well, no, too but cold you, or too you, wet. You, you do something about that. You put a roof on it. Or, yeah. Uh, it's it's not difficult to get around that, but I just know the French wouldn't go with it. Mm. Um, but it feels like it needs something like that, mm. and that is literally right at the entrance. So you walk past the sign, you've got Web on your left hand side, so it's on the other side. Um over there and you've got the sanctum opposite it and it just feels like you kind of aren't just walking into a dead area which in Paris it kind of does other than the meet and greet with Ant-Man and the Wasp to the left which it's kind of dead when you first walk in I agree and and the problem is as well that that Ant-Man and the Wasp meet and greet looks temporary yeah, and it's not. No, and as we discussed, that's meant to be the MacGuffin of the land, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not pointed out that that's what it is. No, the the storytelling there is 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 bad. Yeah, you know there needs to be like a sign or you know something that explains the concept because it just doesn't feel like there is one. No. Oh. So they've got work to do still on it. Um, for me, I really want confirmation of the third land. You know, me and Craig walk past the the backside of construction. I think that's like the backside of water. I'm not sure. Um, it's the ninth wonder of the world. Right. No, that's China. That's in the uh, the former wrestler. Um, the pavilion no not that but we walk past uh, the construction site of uh, you know what's going to be frozen land and you know a lot of stuff's going on there obviously but the space for the third land like nothing 
nothing going on at all. You know, it's all it's all ready to you know the land's all kind of been turned over and you know, but nothing's happening. So it's it's going to be years away, and you know originally the plan was going to be a scaled down version of Galaxy's Edge, and now we don't know because it's 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 gone very quiet on that front. And then you know only a few months ago we were addressing the rumors about maybe Pandora coming over. Um, I personally I actually think now. I'd like it to be Pandora. Uh, I I have to say I think it would be better if it was as well. Let me so here's my reasoning, Craig. Right. So in Disney World, uh, sorry, in America, we've got Galaxy's Edge at both parks. We've got Cars Land in California Adventure. We've got Pandora at Disney World in Animal Kingdom. So what we're looking at is having a third potentially a third galaxy's edge okay i think two's enough so you know either cars or pandora would be better to see in disneyland paris i mean cars would obviously be better in some ways because more people go to disney world from europe than they do go to the disneyland but I think you could do Pandora better in Disneyland Paris because you're not trying to shoehorn it into a park that already exists. You've almost got, you know, start from scratch because it's literally just flat land at the moment. Wouldn't you have Cars Land? I mean, I don't like Cars as a franchise that much. But Cars Land is something special. Right, and I... For me, it's the best theme land I've been in. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks incredible. You know, I've, you've actually seen it in person, P-Dubs. I haven't. It looks incredible. The ride, you know, Radiator Springs Racers looks incredible uh, when it works properly. You know, I, I love all that. But I'm just saying that I think they could do Pandora better. And, you know, if Avatar 2, Avatar 3 do really well, if Avatar 4 and 5 happen, all that stuff... Then it gives something in that that works, and then what you could do if you really wanted to is put in some of you know at least one of the Galaxy's Edge attractions into Discovery Land if that's what you want to do. Star Tours is already there. You've got a massive you know show building next door to it, which is not even working at the moment. So when we went in November, Pete, I was Mickey the Magician wasn't on. I don't know how long it's not been on for, but it wasn't on while we were there at all. Um, so you've got that massive building that you could do something What did with. we go and see? Uh, sorry, not Mickey the Magician. Um, Phil, um, Phil and Magic. I mean, the Magician wasn't really magic. Shut up, Greg. Uh, Phil and Magic was closed P-dubs in Discoveryland. Yeah. So it's a massive theatre, which obviously they shoehorned that in because there was nothing, you know, they weren't bringing Captain EO back. They weren't bringing Honey, I Shunt the audience back. They just to be fair, if, if you wait and watch the pre-show of Fellow Magic, you can see Captain EO still. Well, yeah, I know. So it's fine. Burn into the screen. Take your pick. Take your pick. Take your pick at what one you want to watch. Yeah. Just focus. Focus your eyes on the right one. Squint. <laughs> but but the thing is, you know, you could put in if you wanted to. You could probably fit in Millennium Falcon if you wanted in that space. 
or take up even more of that land around it and just put in rise of the resistance. You know, you've got you've got an empty restaurant that you're never going to reopen. Just divert the backstage entrance somewhere else, and you know, you've got all that extra land. To be fair, you've got two theatres that they aren't really using. Because the one in the Hyperion doesn't get used either. I mean, it doesn't, but, you know, like, so this year it's it's where you meet Father Christmas. But again, you could move that somewhere else, right? You know, it used to be in... <laughs> George, the... George Vern's Father Christmas. Yeah. I've seen a Star Wars show on that stage, I think, at one point. Yeah. They used to do Jedi Academy there, yeah. 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 And then just the Mickey cartoons on the, on the screen. I want to say one yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's what it is most of the year. Yeah. Or most of the day, it's, it's Mickey Cartoons. And it's a cracking name. It's a it's a substandard um, dining location, but it's got some seating in it. It's vast oh, seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of seats. And we had to navigate that in a one-way system with very angry security guards last February. Who sent you back through the entire one-way system if you took the wrong turn? It was hilarious. It was, it was like adult wacky races, people trying to navigate through. Just these adults. And you, you get back to your table and you've missed off some of your dinner. So one of the kids kicks off, so you've got to go back. And you've got to remember how to get back. And at the end of it, you got a crystal. There was a little baldy fella standing there, give you the crystal. Was he playing the harmonica? Yeah. Yeah, another rest- and reference and then he, that 1% of the audience will get. And then he ran off, and you have to follow him. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, look, I'm not saying I'd be disappointed if it was Star Wars, as long as they did something different to what we've got in Galaxy's Edge, but I just feel that Frozen Land is going to be unique to Disneyland Paris, uh, you know, this side of the world. Obviously, it's going into Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see something a little bit different. So either like a completely different Galaxy's Edge, maybe things to the Mandalorian properly or something, or uh, Pandora. I'd be happy with. But again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if it was Cars Land because I would like. You know, I think that would be a good fit as well. But I think Pandora would be a, a more unique experience. So. With it being in Paris, you could easily theme it to the new film. Yeah, I, 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 and also, I mean, I think it's it's like it's a popular franchise. That's the other thing you got to think of as well. What's what's popular? I'm not sure how popular Cars is in in Europe uh, or in France specifically, but Avatar is very popular, as is Star Wars. So, yeah. So that's what I'd like to see. Just just final confirmation. What are we going to see in a well, in 10 years' time. <laughs> That's probably when it's going to open now. But, yeah, just be nice to have that confirmation. Um, what about you, Craig? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the announcement of the uh, long-rumoured third gate, uh, the launching of a European style of um, EVC. And um, the Planet Hollywood refurb. That's what I'm looking forward to. So I'm just keeping me me priorities small. Like, yeah, just... of course. Just just three small things. 
Um, well, what do you think, but in, but in all, go on. No, I was going like just because I I thought that was quite interesting. What what do you think about DVC? Do you think that's something that could work in Paris? It'd be very different due to the rules. Um, it would have to be more like a typical timeshare um, than than DVC is. That's always been the issue. Um, oh. I know they've 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 contemplated it previously. Um, they've looked at it and it just it doesn't work in the same way um, as it does out in the states. It, it, it's interesting because they are expanding. Obviously, they're opening a new DVC unit at Disneyland. Um, I do wonder whether an expansion further afield in the US might be the priority after that. Um, And I'm sure they will keep looking at it in Paris. We know they've Mm. managed to get them to change the rules for them. The fact that they now own the parks 100%. Shows that they have managed to get them to bend the rules, so you just never know. I mean, there must be something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we talked on here recently about the fact that they're trying to cut down Airbnbs uh, in France in general, so that yeah. you know everywhere can only have a certain amount of buildings that are, uh, you know, kind of there for Airbnb usage, um, like empty. Empty buildings, basically. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. Um, but I do, I do wonder if because it's on, it would be on property. Whether or not the same rules and regulations would therefore apply. That that comes to the rule breaking that you. Uh, sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The rule bending that you were referring to, Paul. I think. Yeah. But I do wonder if you know maybe if if that's how they that might be how they could get around it. But I've, I've weirdly enough, Craig, I've never thought about DVC in France myself. I don't know. I don't know why it makes complete sense. Other than would everyone would everyone here consider it? No. It, if it become a thing, you wouldn't want to get in on it at the start. I mean, I think for me, it would very much depend on. On what it was, um, and and how much well, it, it was. If you go, if you follow the the American model, so you get your points and your eleven. Yeah, but they're all. all but yeah, but they're all. The, the thing is, though, is that all the new resorts they're building out there are like very premium. You know the, the you know the the price the starting prices for those new resorts that they're building is is much higher than what we've seen in the past. You know, and I'm guessing for various reasons. So that that's kind of what I mean. You know, if it was, I mean, I mean, what was what was we looking at a while ago, like $150 a point or something, and now you'll be lucky to get $200 a point. I just so, think for for us to try and do DVC American style because we go over there for so so long, you know, like Mister D goes over for a two-week holiday, per se. You know, it's 10 days, he's scrabbling around for his points. But if you've bought a, a base number of points in a European-based one, we would be using it a lot more like the Americans do, where you're only going for four days here yeah. and four days there. Yeah, so you, just wouldn't think... need as, you wouldn't need as many points. 
Yeah, and you'd have that. You'd have the American flexibility because you know the families will go. Literally, will only go to Walt Disney World because they've got DVC points, and they'll go four times in the year. Mm. You know, I just, I'd love it to come. It, it's obviously not going to come anytime soon. There's, there's no hint of it or anything like that. But that's on my wish list. Um, on a personal level, I'm just so excited to get back out there in February. <laughs> um, you know, it's, Christmas was unbelievable. Last February was brilliant, but we're back in February. I'm excited to get around them food booths again and <laughs> just just to be there, to be honest. You know, that's why I've asked to become uh, a part of this podcast, just because I think this is, there's a lot of anger and a lot of about Walt Disney World, but apart from a few little silly things at, at Disneyland Paris, you know, like you said earlier, Paul, oh, it's just Disneyland Paris being Disneyland Paris. Apart from that type of stuff, I think this is the place to be. I really do. Especially with the cost of living crisis coming on, you know, it's going to be harder and harder for us to get over to America. I think, I think that the, the advantage, especially like Europeans have, in general, and I still class us as Europeans because we are geographically still in Europe, nothing else. And and Darren, who we're going to try and get on in the in the new year to talk about uh, how how he does things. But the fact is, you know, for us to go to Disneyland Paris, we can fly, we can take a train. Okay, it's not going to be quite as easy next year uh, for some people, but that's still a valid option. Um, but you can also drive, and pe- and people can do that from all over Europe. You know, if you're in Germany, if you're in Spain, you could do that if you wanted to. Italy, you know, you you can you can come in from you know various European countries if you wanted to, using very quick methods. You know, if flying takes what about an hour to get to Paris from most places in the UK. It's much easier and much more cost-effective for us to go, and because it's smaller, you need to go for less time. I mean, I never, I will never understand people that will argue with me till they're blue in the face that Disneyland Paris costs more than going to Orlando. I, I don't yeah, understand. I don't understand how you can even think it does possible. You know, unless unless you're flying the plane. And and you've got you know somebody's floor that you can sleep on. There is no way it's comparable at all. But the fact you know, and you know, you might do this, Craig. I know you've been talking about it, but because you've got an annual pass, you can go over for you know a quick weekend or long yeah, weekend. That's what I'm, I'm open for. Yeah, definitely. You know, you you've got those options. You can't, you if you wanted to go to Orlando next week, you're not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Even if you had an annual pass, you wouldn't do it. There's there's far too many logistics involved. But if you went, oh, you know what? I've, I've you know I've got a week off. All of a sudden, wasn't expecting it. What should I do? Oh, how much is how much is the Eurostar this week? Can I get a last minute flight? Can I get a ferry? You know, <laughs> you can do it on a on a budget. You can stay in the in the town next door. For half the price of staying on property, that saves you more money. 
on top. Do you know what I mean? They, they, there's all these things that you've got that you can't do quite as easily as you can do at Disney World. And you're not flying eight hours and losing five hours. Yeah, getting jet lag. Exactly. Although Craig did get jet lag for the hour that we did lose going to Europe. So it was that. Um, no, that's, that's, that's uh, yeah, I think they're all interesting ideas. And as Craig said, uh, he will be part of the team going forward more frequently. So uh, three man, three man band. So that's that's what 2023 is bringing you. More Craig. It's like oh, a lump me. of coal in, lump of coal in your stock. <laughs> <laughs> <Can I try? laughs> kind of tripe. Kind of tripe. Jeez, <laughs> what did you do? We're going to do a, a price comparison that episode, aren't we? Where one of us is going to fly, one of us is going to train, one of us is going to drive and see how the prices compare that type of stuff yeah i think if you um if you pick a date so if you pick a you know a a date a month um for us to do generally what dates are yeah good well no no you can also get those ones that you have to eat with a little plastic weird fork thing they're dates as well yeah dual ones um but no if you if you choose a time um and the amount of days you want to go for and then we'll uh we'll all pick a method of uh of transportation and we'll uh price up a holiday and we can do it both on and off site yeah yeah as well so yeah so we'll do that in the new year uh, as i said we're going to try and get uh darren on who we met last month because he uh goes frequently but the reason why we want to get him on more than that is because of how he goes because he always drives which is something that uh we've not really covered on here very much so find out more about that so all of these lovely things to come next year you lucky lucky people and that's it from me paul was there anything else that you wanted to cover off no nothing from me craig no, nothing. Um, don't forget the Patreons um, prizes, the yes. draw, the prize draw. If you yeah, want to be in, in fact, I still I, I'm, that is very lazy of me. I have not taken pictures of uh, of the prizes, but I will do that and post them up this week. And if you are a Patreon by at the end of this year, you will be in the draw to win those. Yeah, anywhere in the world they'll be sent. Hope they will make it in one piece. I'll wrap them as 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 much as I can to protect them, but that's that's the only thing. I can't guarantee the safety of the items. Just I'll send them best I can. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Craig. And we will see you next year. So have a lovely Christmas and a happy new year. Au revoir. Au revoir.
Podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.